Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello, Cara Berry back again with a captain's log. Um, so as you guys know, Love is Blind season four is back. And if you have listened to us in past seasons, and by us, I mean me, Desi, and Rachel of Hollywood Crime Scene, um, have spoken about this show uh, for the last three seasons. So I've decided to do what I did last season with season three, which is put up two hours on the free feed. And if you're interested in the final hour or the full version, you can head on over to patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As per usual, I have so much fun talking to my girls. So hope you enjoy. Ooh, we're gearing up for the weddings and the reunion this week. So yeah, I figured now is the perfect time to talk about what led up to that, what we're going to see. So yeah, I hope y'all enjoy patreon.com slash EBBM podcast for more. Love you. Bye. Aching, breaking down the bluest guy the blues had found. As we laid in the pods, I knew it was real. My heart, you would steal. You found me all alone. I found myself a Blarney Stone. Irina, you take my blues away. Irina, you take my blues away. I love you forever and ever and ever I do.
All right, losers, we're back. Love is Blind season four has, um, well, it's here. And um, join with me, my two lovers, my very best friends. Join with me in the dumb bitch squad, in the circle, in the pods, really, is Desi Hi. and Rachel of Hollywood Crime Scene. Hi, ladies. Hey. Hi. Oh, what a dream. Thank you guys so much. I feel like every time I ask you guys to come to talk about Love is Blind, I'm like, I... I don't like I don't know if you should be getting hazard pay or something I won't be paying you but I feel bad I just want to put that out there <laughs> um we're I back love, to love serving our country so this yeah is how we do. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we've talked about gosh season two three and now we're at four how are you guys feeling like with Seattle how did you how are you liking the vibe of it overall before we get into the mess in in terms of them putting it casting them in seattle or i feel like overall season i feel like i haven't seen a show in seattle a reality show since like the real world yeah Yeah, that's i mean i love i love seattle but i'm actually shocked that the people they don't seem very seattle to me like it could have been anywhere well half of them (laughs) don't actually live there so i guess we could talk about that (laughs) i think that paul and zach seem the most seattle maybe especially paul because he's like real granola very and i'm just going based on like seattle stereotypes i've never even been to seattle but it looks beautiful yeah he's very eco he's very eco which seems seattle and he Uh, likes talking about data very much so he's a very analytical fellow so let's get into the the pods the very beginning the first person we really meet is like kind of i don't want to call him king of the castle but we meet (laughs) kwame we meet kwame and Mm. um i'm just gonna say it right off the bat kwame had the clear deep-seated issues with his race and um the fact that he like could not pick his prom date up from her house because he was black and this is something that he has carried with him through all of life he wants people to call him alex he feels like he has something to prove to everybody and he's always telling people how successful he is something that i'm sure is really charming um and yeah he's he's something's going on with kwame yeah i mean from from our first meeting like when he said he was going to use alex instead yeah uh, that was like made me sad you know yeah (laughs) so going into it I was kind of like okay how is this going to manifest into evil like (laughs) (laughs) how is his his own personal demons going to wreck it for everyone else yeah I mean he's very much like SK like shades of SK from last season um then and (laughs) the love is blind classic like the thing you can always expect from love is blind which is part of why i love this series is the whiplash you get from first impressions of meeting someone in the pods versus however many episodes it takes later sometimes in kwame's case it happens very quickly where you realize oh they're the villain mm-hmm. yeah yeah and there's and always Kwame- like a, there's always a late breaking villain too which is yeah. always but like in this case it was like a fucking like what do you call that like a -a whack-a-mole like people just kept popping up and they were all Mm. yeah I mean this this is the rare instance I think where the guys fare better than the the women right right Right. with the exception of Kwame well and I'm not saying the guys are great but it's like the women are like some of the women it's just usually the opposite numbers right uh for sure 
And I find that refreshing in a way, you know, that's a cool. It's the ladies' chance. Um, so there's also probably more crossover this season than with anybody with in terms of like people trying to decide between like two uh, other contestants and like y- you know breaking up with one to like formally propose to another one there's just a lot of crossover um so Kwame actually meets Micah first and you know they hit it off Micah is um how would we describe Micah she's She's got a lip flip Mm, okay I think she got the lip flip done which is the kind of filler you get that that they put it like underneath the lip to kind of flip it out a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. it's actually Um, Botox is that what that is it's Botox yeah lip flip is not filler it it, it, paralyzed the side so that the Mm. upper upper goes up or something like that I only know because I looked it up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not that I, I need think, it but like I was like, I think she has that? a lip flip um no shame no shame in uh injectables we're very pro injectables over on our podcast if you want them for um, sure that was, that was just the first thing I noticed about her I'm like oh I think she has the lip flip yeah I feel like once she revealed that she actually lives in Arizona like I'm like okay mm. this all makes a lot of sense no she, she has yeah. extreme Scottsdale vibes very very (laughs) (laughs) um yeah Micah is just like she's very like kind of not granola but like kind of woo woo like I believe in the law of attraction and like blah 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 that's basically all that she has to say for Kwame to be like I'm I'm totally into you my number one um which brings us to Paul who is like our next standout he's an environmental scientist he kind of looks like Pete Yorn to me which is uh positive in my in my area like a 2002 Pete Yorn it really does it for me um I feel like he probably got hot later in life like there's a humbleness to him that yes yes yeah you know know. but I don't know because I was looking at his Instagram and he had like he was rocking like very long curly hair did you see those curls yeah those curls he must use the curly girl method (laughs) truly those curls were so moisturized like Terry Russell found dead. His curls mm. are impeccable. They were amazing. They're incredible. Um, he also has a TikTok, you guys, where he just like cooks really like intense food and his knife skills are really attractive. So I would mm. check that out. Yeah. He yeah, I didn't have the I didn't have the greatest first impression of Paul. Yeah. But he definitely grew on me and he's become, I think, one of the nicest people in the cast like one of the nicer people Mm -hmm. I fully fully agree um the next thing that we have is Tiffany a girl who is like I'm 36 (laughs) and that really seems to be her whole thing like just so you guys know I'm 36 years old and I don't want anybody to be weird about it please no he doesn't look older any older than anybody else No. no I would argue Chelsea looks older than Tiffany yeah yeah several of them Shelby Mm. even Micah sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I mean like she seems to be like perfectly normal she has to me like the vibe of like a like a news anchor I think she works in like I I don't remember what she does but she just has a very like bubbly I know what she is she's some kind of recruiter like a um yeah client she's like client relations or something they all have these job descriptions that I don't know they're so vague to me right it could literally be anything nothing about corporate life 
The news yeah. anchor is dead on though. Cause she has that thing she can turn on like, right. really professional vibe. Yeah. Like maybe, like maybe she should work for like college recruiting or something like that. Like that seems like her vibe, but anyway, um, she and Brett are our first golden couple. They basically mm. stick together immediately and nothing can tear them apart. Um, one of her, the thing that was funny to me is that do you guys actually, would you rather see more of like the good quote unquote couples relationship? Because I feel like it, it seems like for the past couple seasons, they're like, okay, these ones are fine. So we just won't cover them that much. Cause there's nothing, there's no drama, which I think kind of sucks. Like, don't you want people to want the fantasy? I, I mean, think... I personally always would have more pod time than the midsection. Yeah, I agree. And I, like, I like seeing the pods. I like seeing the failures. I feel like we didn't get as much as the, the dunk, like the um duds this time. Yeah. I agree. I like seeing <laughs> Yeah, we really get into like the um I feel like these shows have a tendency to like like American Idol and you know like those like shows that you have to try out for. The longer the shows go on, the more you have these contestants who have these like horror stories like my dad flipped his car over a bank and like now I'm here today <laughs> singing Hootie and the Blowfish's favorite <laughs> song. You know what I mean? Like and so <clears throat> like Brett had a like I know a lot of these people like are very forward with their their trauma and the only real connection that we see in the pods between Brett and Tiffany are like them sharing their stories hers being an anecdote about how um she was told that she had the lips to play the flute but then she decided to like be her own boss and dr do the drumline instead and right. Then Brett's story is like, you know what? I really admire your strength for going into drumline, but my parents couldn't keep the lights on at home and I was embarrassed to have friends over. And then I had to like build my way up brick by brick to be this like fancy man at Nike. So, you know, that's the same. <laughs> I I have a theory that the reason, as you always hear from the couples at some point during the show, they're like, people just don't get it. They just don't understand. I know it sounds crazy, but they don't get the connection we have. Uh -huh. I think a lot of these people are just like trauma bonding. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not even trauma bonding in the way that like they're both sharing their traumatic stories. Like maybe that's a part of it, but just the sheer stress of being on a reality show in this weird circumstance that they're in and like looking for someone to marry is so insane that like, yeah, you would form like a really deep, you might form a really deep connection with somebody. Yeah. I think it's also like a really weird form of narcissism because they're all so mm -hmm. proud of themselves for making a connection without seeing the other person mm -hmm. that everything gets elevated to being a really meaningful connection. And it's yeah. more than they're proud of themselves for going there as if they've ever had a true uggo on the show. It's like the risk is pretty low. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel right. like you're guaranteed a solid six and a half. You know, like yeah, they might like, not be your type, but they're fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It might not be your type, but none of these people are like unattractive in the least. Like, no, not at all. Um, there was another time where Brett or Tiffany was trying to like connect to Brett and she was like being really lovey-dovey and I was like I just like picture you in my mind and I just want to hug you and I can't wait for that moment to see you and Brett's like god you're really understanding um, so I'm going to tell you the story about how my oldest brother died in a car crash and <laughs> oh, we're all going to go to his wedding but then we went to his funeral instead so do you want to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
I feel like these days sharing your trauma is no longer as meaningful as it used to be because everyone <laughs> just does it nonstop online right. or like on reality shows. Right. It gives you this cachet, like, yeah, uh, which is sick, but it's like, it's not as meaningful as it used to be, like, no, uh, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, our next person is Zach. Uh, oh boy. Look, Zach, Zach, I've had the biggest whiplash from of anyone mm. on this cast because I hated Zach when we first met him. I hated his little joke persona that he put on by telling, telling everybody that his mom, uh, he was a stripper. And then we find out that actually his mom was a stripper. Right. And so he tells people that why I'm not sure. He at came off at like least he did have boy. a stripper connection though. Yes. Like he did have a stripper <laughs> connection, but I just found his whole little act so um unattractive and and just irritating and I found him very irritating and I I was I wasn't even on his side um until like I don't know, maybe three episodes later, I was still not on his side when he sang. Well, and why would you be, you know, why would you really upset me? (laughs) He really pissed me off because I really like to see people casual in the pods because I feel like we're getting to know you. I want you to like have production, bring a basketball for you to like, you know, toy with while you're talking to your girlfriend. Right. I, as soon as I saw him in that like suit with a blazer buttoned and he had those like tight ass shoes on i'm like i don't something about him i don't like right i feel like his breath smells he looks like his breath smells um and you know what this isn't i've seen someone else i saw some other people say this too i don't know what it is i feel terrible saying it but i'm not the only one who had that thought i i didn't mind him until he sang i thought he was super awkward and i i just gave him a pass on that um, but when he sang, I did lose all respect for him. Um, but obviously I, I came back around on him, but the singing this year was out of control. They should never let a guitar, uh, come up on a reality show. I always never. hate it. I've never seen someone sing and been impressed. And this is a love <laughs> is blind, uh, staple, right? We have to right. have at least one guitar playing person per year, I think. And yeah. I, I feel like they need to ban it. I mean, Zach really, like, he took it to the next level after Kwame's cringe guitar playing. Oh, my God. Zach managed to make it even more cringe somehow, singing about a Blarney Stone. So off key. I wish he would have at least laughed or acknowledged. Maybe he didn't. They We didn't see it in the final right. cut that he has a terrible voice or that he was off key or if they were giggling about it, like, it could have been funny. Yes. But I just had real low opinions of opinions of this man, and my opinions have totally changed since then. That's but why Kwame's because... almost worse because he thinks he's good. Kwame like, does right. think he's good. <laughs> Zach has Zach does have a little more humility. Zach seems like more like down to earth than Kwame for sure. And I I've grown to like Zach and obviously like Zach and Bliss together as a couple. Um, Kwame's a whole other story that we'll get into. So I had a question. Um, I wrote down in my notes, 
because he talks about like you know his mom was a stripper and then you know she passed away and then he vowed himself to have a life of service and i just like couldn't help but think no disrespect to his mom that he really just sounds like jenny from from forrest gump like is that the kid that forrest and jenny had are you oh my god is that zach (laughs) um but he ends up connecting with two people he ends up connecting with arena and bliss arena is a little terror she's i think like 25 i noticed that once she told him that she was russian he was like oh that's interesting he really perked up in a very weird way i got i got that vibe too kara i felt like oh part of him is leaning towards arena because maybe he thinks that she's like this russian supermodel yes exactly that's exactly what i thought I'm glad you I picked the up opposite. That. I thought he thought, oh, you're Russian. You probably have a, a rough childhood too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like once she, once she said that he was like, oh, I don't really want to ble- be with bliss anymore. Cause I feel like there's some like hot Russian chick on the other side of this wall. And like, I want to see that it oh. was giving to me. No, I didn't say it. I didn't say this about arena, but People say she looks like beans from even Steve. <laughs> but I didn't say it. People are saying, people are saying. Many people are saying. Wow. <laughs> okay. I did not see that. But um, yeah, my friends were tweeting or were texting me. Um, Evil Bjork was one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Uh, um, yeah, Irina's, Irina's story was that what she had like acne scars. Mm, that, that was basically it um so he has a conversation with bliss after like finding out arena's uh russian he has some pod time with bliss and he asks some what he says are fun questions and so she starts by asking him what his favorite song is and he says i hope you dance by leanne womack oh i lost it i i did show <laughs> i like this I is love- the most insane song for two people like I don't know if they're in their early thirties to both be obsessed with, but I also right. love how throughout the course of the, this season, people have been acting like this is some like crazy obscure song. Like nobody's would, heard of it. Yeah. Like no one's ever heard this song before instead of it being like the wedding anthem for everybody. Right. Okay, I mean, it's see, definitely a very well-known song, but it's weird that they, they both <laughs> are obsessed with it. And they're and so like, young wanted it to be their wedding song like imagine a guy telling you like you're talking about your wedding and he's like I want our wedding song our first dance to be I hope you dance by Leanne Womack I yeah you're right like I didn't know that people had never heard this song because I feel like the song came out when I was living in Georgia and like going to Methodist church so I oh. heard the song like every five minutes so oh god I didn't know <laughs> um yeah, yeah I mean also an American Idol staple like it really right. was. Did it like every season at least. Right. And like, that's, that's great for them. For me, that would have been a red flag. Cause I would have been like, mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know culturally if I'm going to be able to connect with this guy. If <laughs> his favorite song is, right. is I this hope was you dance. A, but for them, it was a connection. And I do. Oh, yeah. feel right. like, I feel like you guys need to hook up because that's a rare find. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, true. Like you are the the lid for this pot. That is for certain. Um, yeah, they were both like totally shocked by this connection, how weird it was. Oh, at one point he was, she was like, yeah, I know all the words. He was like, are you serious? Like it's oh. impossible for somebody to know the words to a song. <laughs> 
every word <laughs> to your favorite song? You remembered that in your woman brain? That's crazy. <laughs> Um, that's what I mean about them always forcing these like amazing coincidences and connections it's like yeah trying to make everything so meaningful like and it's just forced a lot of times I uh, I could I'm like cringing at this at the thought of it so we have more crossover because Kwame's now choosing between Chelsea who has now entered the chat and Micah he and Chelsea have a very like horny talk about how they want sex to be a spiritual experience. And so yeah. that really gets him going. So he tells Micah that Chelsea cares for him in the way that he needs to be cared for. Just because y'all were talking about sex one time. Yeah. Okay. I I would like to unpack Chelsea. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I have a lot of feelings about her. It, it's not even like I dislike her, but she's just so single in like a millennial Kathy comic <laughs> kind of way she's the most baffling person to me like I can't figure out what she's doing here at all Chelsea like, just wants to get married so bad she yeah, just badly. she has wanted to be a bride since she was six years old and it really shows and, and like, she's divorced yeah oh she is yeah she was I married got that because remember she that's why she decorated her house pink because her husband wouldn't let her take Okay, right. and let's get into that. Because uh -huh. I want to talk about, like, I she made me think about pink girls and, like, how there are different types of pink girl and how really mm. she's, like, the bottom tier. Like, your top tier are, like, your Anna Nicole, your Miss right. Piggy, your uh, Mariah Carey. And then yes. you have, like, a Paris Hilton. And then you have, like, a Courtney Stodden. Like, these are all just different types of pink girls. But she's right. the type, like, I as soon as I saw her nail polish, I was like, mm -mm, something's wrong with you. There's nothing right. And then we saw that apartment where she was like, you know, I broke up with somebody and I'm taking it back. My femininity. So everything, all my appliances are pink. And that's just what I want. But none of them matched. Like a true pink girl is going to get a, like a, an aesthetic pink and mm. everything's going to match that. And these were all just different chaos shades of pink. And I don't, I don't do that. I don't. It's like desperation pink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazed. It's maniacal. It's yeah. It, there's something to it. Very sinister. She's very like sexual to me in a way that doesn't seem honest. Like, yes. You know, y'all both know I'm down for a horny bitch being one myself. It just doesn't yeah. ring true to me. Like, yeah, like maybe her ex-husband didn't make her feel sexy. And so she's sort of <clears throat> overcompensating now. And she's trying to be, to find herself as a sexual being. I also I think she surprised knows that she ever had an orgasm. I think Ooh. she knows that that's what men want. Yeah. So she puts it on. Because uh, it it gets worse, like, down the road where she's always like, I'm hot girl. Like, do you know what I mean? Constantly <laughs> saying it. And then you just don't 100% buy it. But I but I agree. I don't dislike Chelsea. And I don't think Chelsea is a bad person. I just think that this is not a good avenue. Look, I don't think this is a good avenue for anyone to find uh, lasting love necessarily. But it's just very clear that the blinders that she has on no pun intended where she is just forcing this relationship with Kwame <laughs> to work because yeah. she so desperately wants to be a bride right there's zero connection between them like zero yeah. zero he is painting every 
red flag white with Kwame. Yeah. Very, very that. Yeah. At one point he, he like tries to manipulate Micah into like proving her loyalty so he can choose between Micah and Chelsea. And like, you know, I want to know if we can stand the test of time. And I'm looking just like glancing down and how dare you, a man in like distressed skinny jeans, tell me that I need to prove anything to you. That's not happening. I would never do that. Not me. (laughs) And so suddenly he's like, you know, I'm so sure about you, Micah, that like, I want to propose. So then he has like this tough time deciding between Micah and, and, um, Chelsea, but then Micah ends up flipping the switch and then she gets Paul to somehow commit to her. So like Paul is choosing between Amber, this woman who's been married twice before and she ends up striking out for a third time. Unfortunately, we never see Amber again. (laughs) Oh my God. At the end of episode one, Tiffany drops the L word to Brett, asks him if it's okay. And then he goes on about how it's like, okay, but he's never heard. I love you before in his life. I mean, the man could not be more sad. And I, I love Brett, but like, yeah, I love Brett too, but he's got a sad story. <laughs> he really does. Um, and so he's like, you know, I just need to learn how to be more comfortable with the word. You know, I just really feel like we're the perfect match. Tiffany, are you there? Oh Hello? my God. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we see Tiffany on the other side, just knocked out. Comfy, cozy, <laughs> not a care in the world. <laughs> Her old ass has to take a nap. Look, I felt very called out during this scene because I, I won't lie. I love naps. I'm a nap queen. Same. I, I'm sure this is a very tiring experiment as they like to say, but wow. That like the excitement of telling somebody I love you for the first time would have at least Mm. afforded you like 45 seconds of consciousness. The timing of this was not good. It was I mean, not good. I feel like we missed something because it's like, how did she say I love you and then conk out that fast? <laughs> I feel like they so had quick. some other words and she was getting bored. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> so yeah, Brett is like, okay, I think she just left. So I guess I'm going to leave. And he's like, what the fuck just happened? So he goes back to like the men's quarters and he's all upset. So we get to episode two and, you know, the two women have to come into the pods to wake Tiffany up. And she's like, hey, guys, is Brett still here? He's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucked up. <laughs> this is one of the times, too, where I'm like, can't production say, Tiffany, get up. Brett's still right. Like, they don't intervene at all in this situation. You know. brother voice at least tell him say, that like, she fell girl. asleep and didn't right. leave so funny imagine like being in video village just watching this and being like is she gonna wake up is he gonna leave (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then we meet Jacqueline who Desi I know you didn't watch season one but there was a woman who just sticks with me her name was Giannina Milady Jabelli and as soon as I saw that this woman's name is Jacqueline I was like oh she's about to give like Giannina and she kind of did but like much much worse Oh she boy. She's, she's she's delivering. Ultimate. She's the ultimate villain. Oh, before we get into Jacqueline, I wanted I forgot to mention. Um somebody spotted Kwame in one of the auditions for one of the seasons of Married at First Sight. I just heard that too. Company. I saw that. Yeah, crazy. 
he wants I mean, to that's be a reality also skeptic- star. Yeah, that's skeptic. That's always like a red flag for me when someone's trying to get on multiple, like especially dating or marrying shows. Right, <laughs> right. But that might explain why he's from Portland and not Seattle, as many of these people are. Yeah, like I wonder how many of them are married as first married at first sight rejects that they I mean, pulled how, over. How, how did they get so many people that didn't even live in Seattle? <laughs> It's just weird. They're scrambling. <laughs> it, it must, it seems to like speak to the fact that they're not getting very good contestants. Right. Yes. The yeah. Pickens must be slim. Um, but let's get back to Jacqueline. So she, you know, she's, she's got like the very like 90s Mariah curls, just like mm. differently like, colored, like a whole vibe. Yeah. Um, she has to also choose between Jackal uh with between Marshall and um Jason was that his name Josh Josh okay yeah I think there was another guy named Preston at some point that she was also choosing between oh but uh Marshall's sob story was that his own daddy bullied the fuck out of him it was like mean to him when they were doing math homework at the kitchen table and was like you know if you were on the side of side of the road begging for change I wouldn't even give you any <laughs> like that would be his father's way of trying to motivate him into doing oh. math better which God. feels counterproductive but um then we get back to Tiffany who's like okay I'm gonna try to make things right with Brett she says I fell asleep on that man but his voice was just so soothing and it was a long day <laughs> and she says Listen, when they got back into the pods, they were already in their like engagement outfits. So I'm like, okay, well, production must have told him that she fell asleep. Like, we're definitely missing a step because she was in her like cute little cocktail dress and he was in a nice suit. I'm like, okay, well, I know you're going to propose. Right. Why are you acting like this is the first conversation you guys have had? We got to work this out, editors. Come on. Come on. Um, so yeah, he proposes to her and he's just like, you know, it'll be a, just a blip. It'll just be a funny story on our love journey. And there we go. Um, Micah ends up telling Kwame that she has feelings for him, but she's like, you know, I, I feel like we're more of like a, Paul and I are more of a slow burn and that might be the way to go the path for me. Um, so Paul, she tells Paul that Paul ends up breaking up with Amber, the girl who was married two times. And then we get back to Marshall and Jacqueline because for whatever reason, out of nowhere, Marshall gets pissed off because Jacqueline told him that she had a date earlier and that whoever the guy was, I think Josh told her like, oh, you know, like if I only want to be with you at this point and if I can't be with you, then I'm going to leave. So then now, Marshall gets pissed. Okay. I, I don't, I don't dislike Marshall. Like I don't, I'm kind of neutral on Marshall but this reaction to me from him was insane. It was so weird. It was like, why are so you mad? weird. I think Marshall has a lot of, Marshall needs therapy, maybe not as much as Jacqueline needs therapy, but he, he, this, this just broadcasted his insecurity to me. Yeah. I felt like he was trying to like, I feel like Jacqueline had been saying to him, like, this is the kind of guy that I like a guy who's like, stand up for me that kind of guy aggressive and so he decided to take this moment in which a guy threatened to leave which seems like a positive on your end to like right. get upset about it <laughs> and I he don't got know. mad at the I guy don't understand why he was so upset about this right and he was like I well think, <gasps> I I understand because Josh is this way going forward all the time he's a manipulator and he's yeah. trying to like work the refs 
Um, and I feel like we're definitely missing something here mm. from the men's rooms or whatever, the men's location, because I do feel like it's kind of fucked up to go in this experiment and threaten a woman that you'll leave if she doesn't end things with all the other guys she's talking That's to. That's true. I, I mean, agree. I, I mean, I understand his ire at Josh for this behavior, but it seemed like he was also mad at Jacqueline for this as well. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about Jacqueline. He should be mad at her. <laughs> maybe it was a, maybe it was a premonition. Mm, that's, that, that's a good call. I and just like can't with Jacqueline right now. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's hard. It's kind of like the Sandoval stuff, watching the show as we know what happened. Right. right. Separate. No, that that's is, that is point. true. And we do find out later just how much all of the men hated Josh. Right. When they were yes when they were in the men's quarters together during like the pod phase, just, yeah, it is oh very boy. clear. Oh, Josh, is just, like Josh is not a good person. Like he's, he's an agent of chaos. Like I don't like him. I don't like him <laughs> I'm, either. I'm gearing up to go in on that tiny little weirdo, but, um, okay, good. But what a weirdo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Marshall gets pissed off. Jacqueline later tells the ladies that the guy who was uh, issuing this ultimatum was Josh and she ends up choosing Marshall because she's feel like ultimately I think he's going to be the one to push me in the right direction in my life. She has a tiny moment of clarity here. And yeah. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, Uh, the thing with Jacqueline is like, she's definitely going against what she typically goes for in the hopes that it will fix her life. Mm-hmm. But it's not Marshall's responsibility. It's her therapist's responsibility <laughs> to get her there. Like, yeah. Uh, so I feel like she did make a, a good decision finally, but then she just completely. The way she it. went about it. Ugh, gross. Mm. Um, so also in the middle of this, Irina and Micah are cementing themselves as two little demons. They've like really teamed up with each other to be mean girls, to like laugh at every other girl who walks in crying because they just got dumped or like, you know, oh, he didn't choose you. He, he, he. like, they're just like two little bosom buddies, like mm. just bitches. <laughs> just little jerks. It's extra I, funny that one is blonde and one is dark brunette. Right. Like- <laughs> Truly, I mean, I feel like Arena was worse, but like Mike is just as bad for you to like want to hack yourself onto this, like, and think this shit is cute. Yeah, like, why? Why was she? She threw in her lot with Arena. She's like, this is gonna be my girl, right? And she's they act like wrong. they're they, like a few episodes later. They're like, we're best friends. It's like you guys just met in the pods. <laughs> Yeah, I love this like summer camp. Yeah, I love the summer camp mentality of like we've known each other for three days. We're everything to each other. Right. (laughs) It's so wild. So wild. Um. Okay. So in episode three, um, we get to Zach. It's Zach's birthday. Bliss and Arena are still like competing for his affection. Bliss did the due diligence of asking production, like, I want to make cupcakes for him, candles. I want to have that ready. And then Irina's like, oh, shit, I forgot it was Zach's birthday. And then asks Bliss if she can borrow one of the candles. <laughs> what did she think she was going to do with this little candle? That's what I want to know. What did she think I don't she know. was going to do? That was right. so funny to me. And honestly, mad respect to Bliss for saying no. Yes. Right. <laughs> That was very, very funny to me. 
the audacity um Kwame is also scrambling at this point because he's just like trying to convince himself that he's in love with Chelsea even though he very obviously is not right Um, when that man gets in the pod and he pulls out his guitar I thought oh shit here we go here we go Mm. he tells her this is like true worst nightmare. Like if if I had to like be in hell and like relive a moment over and over in my life, this would be a guy telling me, I'm going to play a song for you, but also we're going to come up with a song in tandem, like together right now. It's and a collaborative I've effort. Up- yeah. <laughs> I've already come up with the title. It's called Real Thing, but I want oh. you to come up with the lyrics <laughs> right Do now. I, leave. I would leave. Thank you. This is why we would be great reality TV contestants because I would immediately be like, no, I'm not panic doing buttons. this. <laughs> is there a panic button in here, please? <laughs> um, yeah, the singing was like off key, horrible, mm. horrible. Neither of them can sing. Chelsea starts crying, oh. not out of embarrassment. She's fucking loving this shit. <laughs> Kwame I can't believe this is so sweet it's always kind of it's always kind of shocking when someone sings and they're actually terrible like I remember the same feeling with Sal right oh god you know what I mean it's like if I was gonna sing on tv I would have to be excellent like and they're just so delusional that it's just shocking when you hear their voice and you're like damn it's already embarrassing but at least be good (laughs) I mean my my favorite like like, musical theater in high school good like yeah but my favorite production troll so far this season has been in the most recent episode when they're doing like the retrospective of their relationships and Chelsea is talking about all of Kwame's qualities that she loves and she's like and he's so talented and then they cut to the clip of Kwame singing (laughs) really poorly (laughs) she really hypes her that is her man Mm. she hypes that man up for real very in a very delusional way um so then after that arena ends up confronting zach about like why don't you like me enough to seal the deal like is it because i don't say big words oh god he ends up telling her like i actually am falling for you but then he goes back to the men's quarters to tell marshall like oh i have feelings for arena but i also feel like she plays games to get a man like he know he sees right through her and yet still he's like i think i still really trust her she's manipulative she tells me lies she plays games with me but gosh darn it i trust her that's actually very truthful (laughs) i think zach was trying so hard to force this relationship with arena because he was so petrified of getting with someone like bliss who he would have had to like the thing with her parents freaked him out. And like, once he heard that she had, um, uh, she said something about her dad, like, Oh, my dad doesn't like my boyfriends. Mm -hmm. He, that was sort of like a deal breaker for him. And it sort of in that moment, it seemed to negate all of the positive things, the myriad positive things about her. Like they went out the window. He seemed to have some like deep-seated issues about past relationships and their parents not approving of him because he didn't come from the right side of the tracks or whatever. But you know, I also I do feel like that was a relatable moment when you come from a severely broken background and you yeah. feel broken yourself. You do kind of feel like, who will accept me? I need another right. broken person. Right, <laughs> right here. Yeah, 
Yeah, that that does make sense. I I could I could definitely see that. Um, so at this point, he talks. He goes back to talk to Bliss, the girl. He's not sure about at this point, but he's like, you know, I love her mind, but I just don't know. Like she's so smart. We get along. Nothing is wrong. Irina's a manipulative weirdo, but yet. <laughs> I'm feeling the opposite about the way that these people that I should. So he manipulates bliss into having a sit down with arena in the women's quarters and like hashing it out. And then when she tells him bliss goes back and is like, Oh, I spoke to arena. He's like, cool. Um, I think I got to break up with you. (laughs) Like he just fully starts crying. (laughs) Like, this is really bad, but like, I can't be with you anymore psycho this is why i feel like we need more pod time because oftentimes i'm just like i don't get why he's doing this <laughs> uh, and like just because you don't want to be with bliss for whatever fucked up reasons you don't have to get married it's like this show incentivizes proposing to people like that's how you move on uh yeah. like no one's like i'm just gonna not take anyone they always will pick someone right I think. um like Kwame with Chelsea is another good example of that. He didn't get Micah and mm-hmm. he's just like, okay, I got to get someone like. <laughs> yeah. Which actually brings me to a great thread that I saw about how like men like Kwame and SK and Bartise and um, oh God, there were like many examples of men who have clearly come on the show because they want, for lack of a better phrase, access to the hose. They don't really want to get married. They want to get like their IG numbers up. And so then they can have access to women that they would never have access to if they had never been on the show in the first place, you know? And so it really is like so counter of Love is Blind, Shake, to like use this blind example of love to find the chicks that you really want, that you really would never get. That is such a good theory. That makes so much sense. Also, those women are like, he wants love and he's blind. Right. <laughs> like right. they buy it that he's a good guy. Because he's looking for a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every single one of them, if you look, have, uh, who was that one who was like Kyle, the one who dated Deep Tea after Shake? Every single one of them has now dated a girl who looks exactly like you would think like just ig girl after ig girl like very Mm. stereotypical just hot chick it's wild every one of them they're these people are monsters but anyway back to they're monsters because it's like why are you going on this show you don't believe in the concept at all right right kwame proposes to chelsea but the proposal starts with him talking about you know um i packed all these black jeans because they look really good on me. And like, I knew that I was going to look good, but you know, I couldn't find them this day. So, you know, I, I had some khakis that, you know, I thought looked good and it's kind of a metaphor for our relationship, you know, like you weren't really what I wanted at first. You're my second now, choice. Like I'm into you. Like, bitch, you just called I didn't me do khakis. laundry and you're the pants that I have to wear. Yeah. You're the leftover khakis because I couldn't find anything else. Will you marry me? <laughs> imagine someone saying your khakis and still saying yes right the most beautiful sentiment ever she's like oh my god i'm the khaki. Khaki. banana republic <laughs> <laughs> terrible 
Oh my gosh. Diabol- he's he's diabolical. Like this is just <laughs> he's so into himself for a man who does not brush his hair. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> um so Zach then ends up proposing to Irina and he says, Irina, when I when we first met in the pods, I told you that I was homeless and I lived under an underpass. And you didn't care if I was joking or not. And I knew that there was something special about you. Can you guys, can we write something down? Can we get like 30 seconds of of thought into this proposal? Okay. Arena didn't care about how Zach presented himself because she just wanted to move on to the next level. She didn't give a fuck who the guy was. That's why. She didn't have, she didn't have another guy going, right? No. We saw. So Zach was her only option. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, I think wanted to beat Bliss. Like, yes, she had that incentive as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, she has very like, like, ugly girl trauma. Like, I don't know if she was ugly, but she acts like she can't get over the fact that she was at one point, and like she has to then like beat the hot girl, and like be the head bitch. Yeah, she's trying to redo high school mm-hmm. right now. Yep yep she's also the most judgmental of everyone's looks too right yes which is just awful telling oh my god so then he says unfortunately he has a song Mm -hmm. and he's like you know what i wrote the song and it's acapella and you know it's about like laying in the pods i knew it was real my heart you would steal you found me all alone i found myself a blarn i can't even say Mm. blarney stone (laughs) How do you do that? Um, Then I found out, and I sent this to you guys, that he did not write this song. This is like, I don't even know how he found this band. Because I think at the time it had like, the song had like 700 views on it. But it's a bad song. I watched his TikTok about the accusation. (laughs) Weird, right? He he explained the whole thing. He's like, "I, I, I don't know. Is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, (laughs) inserting clips of people making fun of him for the song, and like, oh, and here's what you guys didn't see. But so he explains to her further that like he didn't really write the song. It's like from his favorite band, but he included some of the lyrics, like pod shit in it. Okay, nobody cares. It's so weird. (laughs) Nobody cares. Uh, Right. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. So then. Um, when Zach and Arena meet finally in episode four, it's maybe the most awkward thing in history. I think he just keeps looking at her. He's got these like long lingering gazes right into her eyes. After he gives her the ring, he leans in and whispers in her ear, like, would you like a kiss? And she's (laughs) like, just a hug for now, I think. (laughs) Like he she tells him that he looks like a cartoon character at one point um Irina Irina says she's completely shocked she's like I thought you'd be a little bit more normal (laughs) baby what does that mean just immediately doomed upon first sight of each other could not hide what was the one last season that was equally like a pretty bad two when they first saw each other I couldn't remember was it Bartise and Nancy yeah i mean there was a few but i thought there was one that was really awkward from the get-go um i can't i can't remember i do know what you're talking about i can't remember but i feel like this was even worse 
no, this is the worst one I've ever seen. Uh, and Zach does his, himself no favors. Like the staring was weird, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I would like to know what cartoon character. Like me too. I, I needed to know. I was like, well, which one? Cause I, I didn't get that insult. I didn't get that. It would only be an insult if it was like, you know, Phineas and Fur, or like, <laughs> like it needed to be specific for that joke to land because yeah, it could have been very funny. Yeah, like, he doesn't look like a cartoon character unless we know the specific one. You would uh, have to say like the one from All Real Monsters who like holds his eyeballs up when his hands. Yeah, like, yeah, that would be the one. <laughs> yeah, it needed to be more specific. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, you know, I think we're gonna be in for a wild adventure. She's like, yeah, um, maybe if you start blinking more. Maybe <laughs> he's so, so mean to him. Awful. Like right from jump, cannot help herself. She's terrible. So we officially have five couples at this point. We have Chelsea and Kwame, Micah and Paul, Arena and Zach, Brett and Tiffany, Jacqueline and Marshall. And at that point, they all head to Mexico for the couples trip. Um, so when we get there, I just like some highlights of what happened, like the first day, Micah says she's really interested in Paul's dorkiness. She finds it really endearing, actually like the most attractive thing about him. Um, they did not fuck the first night, but then Paul like talks about what his type is. <laughs> He's like, you know, usually I'm into more like witchy, like maybe that's not the word, but you know, like girls who are just doing like potions and spells and stuff and like you know, that, that sort of thing. <laughs> and she's not his type, like at all. Um, he's like, you know, my girls are brewing potions. They're making kombuchas. They're, they have paint stains on their clothes. Like that kind there's, of thing. There's <laughs> he's never been with, no, he's never been with a girl with lashes this big before. No, no. He's trying she's to like, false lashes. This is, but, but, but this is Kwame's type. Exactly. Oh yeah. This and that Micah. is made clear. That is made clear. <laughs> so um I noticed when Chelsea and Kwame, like Chelsea was really concerned. Like, do I look okay? What did you think about how I look? Like, am I okay? Uh, what was your reaction? How did you feel about me? Like, am I what you thought? And I just oh, I just feel like she read too many books on how to lock down a man, you know. Yeah. Mm. Too, she watched right. too many seasons of The Bachelor, like like the end goal is her whole focus not sort of how you get there right 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 um Kwame tells Chelsea like I don't care about anybody else but would you mind if I had a conversation with Micah and she's like okay <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is too good to be true but sure they, okay I think this I is why this show kind of interests me so much because there always is that person you didn't pick or they didn't pick Mm -hmm. it was always sort of lend itself to the best drama uh when they finally meet that person yes uh, this is sort of my favorite part of the show is when they first all meet in the group setting in Mexico for the first time and they see the other people they, they didn't pick right and they have that realization of like oh damn they're way hotter than the girl I got or whatever yeah right. Right. It's like, and they can't even fake it for tell. It's like the whole point of the show is to not care about that. And you still can't fake it. Right. Like, right. It, so, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I've never seen a, the level that Kwame took it to and Micah on this show before. So blatantly. I mean, it oh, was wild. They're worse to than witness. Colleen and Cole, like by a Oh mile. yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, But like, to your point about like, not expecting what they got, Jacqueline, 
makes a point she's like you know i'm honestly like if i had seen marshall on the apps i probably would have swiped left or right whichever direction I, I wouldn't have been into him right like usually i'm into like these six five hooper types like basketball players at one point she tells him like i'm not really worried about you probably because she feels like he's like very beta <laughs> like I'm, no. not, I'm not concerned about you cheating on me or anything like that i'm worried about me because i can flip a switch real quick which he should have taken more note of because <laughs> she was right she was absolutely right and then she like ends up having a very emotional moment in their hotel room because she's first says she's homesick and then she's like I'm worried about you getting along with my family and she goes to the bathroom and cries and it's almost like she's having a panic attack it's just very odd but Marshall's like waiting outside the bathroom being there for her like what do you need I'm here for you if you need me and she starts crying like I have so many people to take care of like this is all just so overwhelming but the other funny thing is about Jacqueline she's like 26 she keeps sleeping it slipping into this like 90s lingo out of nowhere because she ends up like getting herself together she apologizes tells the cameras you know like that was real love because you know what a man who didn't care about a shorty would have never stayed for that <laughs> how old are you <laughs> okay this was, so, this was so bizarre because we had zero context for right. why she was sobbing and there I mean, was no like build up. It was to disturbing. It. Like, it was disturbing. Yeah. It was disturbing to watch. And Marshall handled it really well. I thought he he did everything appropriate. I mean, he he held her. He he wasn't judgmental of her. He I mean, he was concerned. Well, he but, also gave her space, but was like, "I'm here," like right. which is yes. an ideal thing, I think. And clearly, we learn a little bit later that this is not the reaction Jackie wants she wants him to be an asshole basically right. <laughs> she's wild she's wild she's um so wild. moving on to Irina and zach they have their first dinner zach was talking about kids names why i don't know because it's very clear that she does not want to even sleep in the share same bed with him much less have his babies his suggestions for their kids names are godfrey and goliath mm. zach is just I know about that zach <laughs> <laughs> He keeps staring at Arena, even though she clearly is not into him. She's clearly um, not attracted. You're looking at her. I don't know what's being, what's confused about this, but his, Zach eventually ends up calling Arena out. He's like, you know, you were a lot more affectionate in the pods, which is not possible, but okay. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm just noticing that you're like making jokes to avoid being intimate with me. And I just kind of feel like you've already made up your mind that it's not going to work. And then he accuses her of like not liking being in control now that they're in the real world. And it's like, she just doesn't want to fuck you. You don't have to make it this deep. She's so repulsed by him and it's so <laughs> obvious and it's so uncomfortable to watch, but riveting at the same time. And and like we said earlier, she is just relentlessly cruel to him. I mean, I I understand not, I, I think it's perfectly fine and okay to not be physically attracted to someone and to realize you made a mistake for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But the way she takes it, the way she like takes it to this level of um, just being cruel to him at every yeah. turn is right. unacceptable. And there's no excuse for that. Well, she acts like it's his fault she's not attracted to him right, right. he didn't do anything like he's he tricked always, her he's, he's always <laughs> been this dork like 
Uh, yeah. Nothing changed about his personality. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. And it just, I don't know what she was expecting. Well, yeah, I mean, it just like goes back to the point of like she, yeah, it was just like I want to be paired with anybody. This seems like the loser who um, has decided that I'm not a loser, so I'm just gonna stick with him. The pillow over the face when he's talking to her, she puts the little <laughs> she puts oh. the little cushion on her face. <laughs> And she's like, she's I'm so listening. extra. She's so extra about her meanness. Like, right. yeah, it's just <laughs> like, she didn't have to go that far, but I do think she really misjudged her persona and thought she was cute. Mm. And I don't think she realized how bad it came off until she saw it and made her little apology on Instagram. Which Desi and I talked about uh, together uh, like a couple of weeks ago, how wild it is that she's a party planner for a living because that's something that requires you to interact with people right, right. and she and she like plans people's parties and she's such a fucking bitch does she really that's, that's funny wild i went to her instagram and it's literally before her love is blind post it's all like here's how to set up a candle display in your home <laughs> it's just like your job is one that you have to interact with people daily who you probably don't get along with um, but you need to act like they're the most important person to you. And you couldn't even muster up a little of that to deal with Zach in an appropriate way. Like, it's just crazy. Because that's right. going to affect her business. Like, yeah. Which is probably why she wrote from my heart with her apology yeah. video on Instagram. Now, that <laughs> video, the most soulless, emotionless apology video I've ever seen. And like, I, I'm, I'm, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it wasn't a great one. It was not a great one. Tell everybody like highlights of what she said. Hey guys. <laughs> That's all I, I just remember like kind of the tone was like, Hey guys. <laughs> and that's all we need to know. Yeah. yeah. Like that was, that yeah, was it was, it was all it. word salad apology stuff. Like I don't remember anything that stood out. It was, it was very, very boilerplate apology. It was very vague. It was like my behavior. I get, and it was kind of like, I am like, mm -hmm. and yeah, there was no yeah. specifics really. There wasn't any like specific things that she did. It was very vague and very, um, okay, bye. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I want to start off by saying um, sorry that this video is a little delayed. I really wanted to take some time to process everything that has been going on this past week and really get my thoughts together before I responded 
Um, the first thing I want to say is that I have privately apologized to the people that I have hurt and mistreated. And um, second of all, I wanted to say I'm so, so sorry for the people that watched the show that felt frustrated, angry, hurt by the way that I was mistreating people on the show. It was very immature and naive um, of me in a lot of those situations. And I just want to say that Zach, Bliss, Amber, Jackie, Micah, none of those people deserve to be treated the way that I treated them. And I'm genuinely so, so sorry. Um, truly, I want to add value to people and I want to make people feel seen. And who I was on the show was the complete exact opposite of that person. And I feel like being on the show was like getting a mirror put in front of your face in the sense of seeing yourself from a different perspective. And that opened up so, so much to me. And I'm still processing and um, going through everything that happened. Um, and I just want to say that I'm still journeying this. The journeying is a word. I'm still journeying this, all of this and everything that happened and um, figuring out like the person that I want to be and that I want to move forward to be. Um, but I know that none of those things were okay. And even Zach, like he was so vulnerable with me and I so mistreated him and shut him out. And I hope that uh, one day I get to share my experience and uh, what was kind of going on with me emotionally during that experience. Um, but until then, I just appreciate you for watching this and listening to this. And I mean, I will um, give her one credit you. for one thing. She didn't throw Zach under the bus in any way. Like she didn't act like he did anything that deserved that, which I guess well, is... it's a little too late for that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm also going off of Sandoval who tried to throw Ariana under the bus. Right. <laughs> like at least she didn't do that. <laughs> In the pantheon of reality TV monsters. Hello, or Zenob, or Zenob who accused Cole of fat shaming her. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's not get back into cutie gate. Um, mm. But I mean, really not much happens with Brett and Tiffany. Like at one point he grabs her ass and that's when he fell in love. And that's really like, we didn't see much of them after that. They're kind we of the Alexis and Brendan of the season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The we couple. get like a very erotic moment with them where she mounts him on the bed. And I was like, are we supposed to be watching this? <laughs> and it makes me, it makes me wonder as, as the participant, like I wouldn't be able to get this intimate with someone on a reality show camera. That's wild to me. They were yeah. like humping. I barely do that in private. Come on. <laughs> Um, okay, so everybody meets up, right? Now we finally get to where everybody's like seeing the talent, right? Kwame gets one eye or two eyes on Micah and he's like, you know, I'm really attracted to her, but like, you know, it wasn't just physical stuff. I'm like, of course it wasn't. You're on Love is Blind, Kwame. You just yeah. saw her. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, so they talk, they have their little one-on-one -on -one conversation. And Micah's like, how are things going? You know, I still think about you, Kwame, and I hope the best for you. And I really hope that Chelsea's a person who makes you happy. And Kwame tells Micah, like, I just feel like you have the best heart. I just feel like he, people say one nice thing to him and he's like, I'm all in. You're the yeah. best person alive. <laughs> it's yeah. very weird. Um, it's like, you know, breaking up with you, the shit wasn't easy. Okay, it's been, y'all have known each other for like five days and you yeah, have been down for right. three minutes. It's okay. 
Micah's like, it wasn't like I didn't want you. I just wanted to make sure. And like, it could have been you at the end. And I never felt a connection so strong as I did with you. And uh, then Arena tells Micah, you know, on paper, Zach, he's got the chills in his face. He's got those big ass brown eyes. He would be my type. But then I saw him and I thought, no, you know, I just don't know who that man is. And I was hoping my feelings would grow. But every time he touches me, I just get the major ick. And then when he puts a, his arm around me at night, like my heart jumps and I'm like, oh, like not in a good way. <laughs> Micah is like, okay, I want to like relate to you about this. I really do. It's just that Paul's really fucking hot. So I don't understand what it would be like to not be attracted to the person I got matched with. So like, so right. sorry, babe. That sucks. That really sounds bad for you. <laughs> yeah. And Arena's um, like, yeah, Paul is really hot now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. He's actually really gorgeous. Like, damn, like, what the fuck, Micah? So Micah's like, listen, I can tell you that when I first saw Paul, like, he really wasn't my type, which feels pretty superficial. And Arena's like, I feel like Paul's so attractive. Oh, boy. Like, I'm just realizing, like, I have a type, and that type isn't Zach. Like there's a difference between me hugging any other guy and Zach hugging me. <laughs> and I don't feel that connection with him, even though I can see like other people having connections with other people. So like, then she immediately is like, well, Micah, I'm going to leave you to go flirt with your fiance. Bye. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> weird, weird behavior. Then we see Kwame telling Brett that like, he really had a thing for Micah. And like, this is a girl he used to sleep go to sleep thinking about again it's been like five days and then it just ended right yeah. and then so micah gets up and makes him do a shot and she's like cheers to your fake proposal which sends kwame into a fucking tailspin yep <laughs> he loses it and he's like that's really fucked up micah and she's like <laughs> okay i thought it was gonna be funny but they're both like wasted at this point. Like they're both slurring. This is like Love Island at this point. She's like, let's just go back to who we were, Kwame. Like before everything got in the way. What are you talking about, Micah? <laughs> Micah has some legendary drunk moments <laughs> oh, on this season. Oh my God. Poor Chelsea. My favorite one is later in the later in the season. We'll talk about uh, that. But this I know but what this you're talking about. Messy. Yeah. I'm but this so was messy. And of course he's like, God damn it, Micah, you're such a fucking bitch, but let's go talk and touch each other over in the corner over there. Right. Poor Chelsea has to be sadly eating her chips, mm. guacamole. I did relate them. to Chelsea in this moment. Right. She's hovering by the food table, <laughs> right. sort of like peeking around. Like, where's my, where's my fiance? I guess he's having an intimate chips. conversation with the woman he wanted to propose to. Right, right. So he, she's like over talking to Jacqueline. She's like, um, is it normal for your fiance to have a 20 minute conversation with the girl that he was last with? And Jacqueline is like, fuck no, I'd behead him. Chelsea's leaving. Jacqueline, is it just me? Am I misremembering this? But Jacqueline kind of has a two-faced moment around this time i don't know if it's in this episode or in the next one but it's in mexico but i feel like jacqueline is kind of talking shit about chelsea in a, in a later scene she talks shit about a few people like wow. zach she didn't like uh um, weird yeah, yeah. she yeah. called irena a peasant 
Right. That was bizarre. <laughs> that was her high point. I didn't though. get I mean, it, but I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was such a specific weird insult like okay I don't think she knows what it, the word means like that no. was my take I don't think so <laughs> but it really made it me laugh isn't. it did make me laugh like that's a good specific insult even though we don't know what it means yeah it's not too deep but it, it's cutting you know <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so we get to episode five and so in the beginning of this episode they have like a couple's drinks mixer Jacqueline tells Micah like just so you know, girl, Chelsea was feeling some type of way about your conversation uh, with Kwame. But, you know, also, on the other hand, like, just so we know, I feel like Zach is on another planet. Uh, I think he's fucking weird. I wouldn't hire him to be my lawyer. I feel like Bliss really dodged a bullet. Like, That's I just so I don't mean. Like yeah. But there were like a few people who were kind of mean towards Zach at this point, too. Yeah, they really were. Paul was Paul stood by him from day one. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of the boys did like um, I never saw Brett be mean to to Zach, but all of the women were kind of shitty to him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the boys all stood by Zach, especially Paul, who was like, that's my boy, like uh, which I re- I respected that about Paul. I, I think Paul is like one of the best people on the show. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, Paul and Brett have have been pretty stable throughout yes. the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brett's really like the wise owl of the season. Yes. He's been through a lot. So I think that he's just like more mature. And he really came through for Marshall later on as well. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. I like their, I like the men's friendships. Uh, I agree. Sure. I totally yeah. agree. Um, so at one point, Zach tells Paul, like, Arena does a lot of things that I feel like she doesn't think are fucked up like you know she he says that she's super affectionate in private like they had been kissing but like once they get into public she doesn't want to touch him she starts getting weird so I want to know more about that like were you guys hooking up when the cameras were down and then she didn't want to like you know like what's going on there that's um yeah very weird Paul takes this information runs right to arena and is like okay where where are you falling in terms of like how you know the looks of it all like he asked her how do you feel about me actually she's like actually you're exactly my type and she keeps rubbing his beard and Mm. at one point she tries to like playfully bite his fingers and is like touching his face like this is beyond inappropriate this is so weird (laughs) so weird oh my god at one point Chelsea confronts Kwame about talking to Micah you know after he gets pissed off about the fiance toast and he's like look I had to talk to her and like she needs to understand that like if this happens Chelsea like if I'm talking to her there's a good reason for it and Chelsea's like no 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 the conversation you had with Micah was way too long y'all were sitting there laughing and yucking it up after you guys made up the conversation should have just been over right and Kwame's like okay Kwame says not Kwame Kwame says well what like you're saying that after we had closure I was just supposed to walk away she's like yeah 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 he's like but you understand that like just a day in the pod is like weeks or months you know that's why I was so upset when I ended things with Micah so Chelsea straight up asks, do you think you made a mistake and he's like well I'm right here where I need to be and I don't doubt that (laughs) like it feels like you do I I mean yeah and and make a mistake because Micah dumped him 
he had no choice. Right. <laughs> he right. Made the choice. Like because he proposed to her and she said no. Yeah. Right. Um. Like, yeah, and basically Kwame's whole thing is like, oh, Chelsea's Chelsea's real mad about me talking to Micah. I better go talk to Micah again. Right. <laughs> and get some more of that closure I'm looking for. Yeah, we should talk really close to each other and like I'm gonna gaze longingly into her eyes and we're gonna laugh and we're just let's rub thighs together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That'll make her feel good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so to Jacqueline and Marshall, they were start they start like talking about the other couples. And this is where you're talking about where she's like, Zach's a fucking weirdo. I mm. need him to stay six feet away from me at all times. Then she tells production, Zach's a weirdo, and Arena's Arena's the peasant. I mean, like, not like an old English peasantry type. I mean, like, she's somebody who's just a weirdo who does dumb shit for no reason. That's not how I roll. That's not my steez. Oh boy. Like, that's, not what a, that's not what a peasant is. <laughs> Somebody that's does not weird, my somebody does weird shit <laughs> not a peasant right that's not the trait of a peasant i think they got other things going on jesus she's so <laughs> weird i mean this was where i should have known she was super fucked up i didn't get it right away um, oh she made me laugh this, this was my this was my turning point for her because because she was way went way overboard with the shit talking zach when it didn't warrant it yeah like because we saw zero interaction between them that's so what true. Are, yeah yeah even based on yeah we had no idea other than like maybe her relationship with Irina and what she was hearing which you know not not a reliable source but right she doesn't even like Irina, but she's right. like don't get me started on zach right or maybe they had something in the pods that we never saw like uh that's true i mean maybe he was like oh i'm a stripper and she's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah yeah. And never spoke I mean, to him again. He definitely is a weird guy, but not in like a negative way necessarily. No, he's quirky. <laughs> he's like harmless, I think. Yeah, yeah he's I totally agree. harmless, but he's just quirky. Actually, like. let me not say a white man in America is harmless because next time <laughs> I know something's going to happen, like I take it back. It's, yeah, it's, we don't, right. don't want to have to put in like a, a message. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rescind that. This was recorded before episode 10. Right. <laughs> before i knew before we had all the information um so yeah more, again really nothing happening with brett and tiffany like no shade but they oh. just continue being hot and horny for each other like they yeah. had sex it was good tiffany keeps having hot flashes talking about the memories of it all i was like Whoo! Yeah. it was it was great Whoo! so i don't know she's basically just like I don't know. I mean, I did notice that his nails were quite long, so I hope maybe oh. he didn't enter her digitally because that seems like it would have been an issue. But other than that, you know, I'm happy for them. Yeah, Tiffany is still on this. Like, I'm 36. I don't think I could possibly find somebody. I I'm not. I can't deal with you, girl. I'm not doing this. It's, it's such a, not it's old such a bitch. retro opinion. It's like yeah. this is not 1950. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, she's acting like this is her last chance yeah right and it's not like like uh brett is like 27 he's 35 it's okay although when we do meet tiffany's mom you kind of see where she got it from because the mom's like i never thought you'd fight (laughs) yeah so i was like okay i guess she's been raised to think this true i never thought i'd walk you down the aisle jeez mom these moms are really something else this season. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Bliss's yeah. mom, especially. Like, oh God! Thank God you named her Bliss because all you do is cry, Catherine. Are you all right? 
But she did make me cry, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, she, especially compared to Bliss's father, who is diabolical. Oh, my God. Ooh. Who, oof, I can't wait to talk about that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Let's take a little breather with him. Um, so to Irina and Zach, at one point, Irina tells him, Zach, I was up all night tossing and turning. But then she tells production that the conversation she had with Paul at the pool made her realize that she had never had a deep conversation with Zach yet which okay we're just trying she... to find anything yeah that that's a lie yeah like it might not have been deep to her and she she could have the the reality is i didn't i was faking it and i was just trying to say what i needed to say to make it to the next level of the show mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right or it's also like paul made me wet yeah <laughs> Like, I'm horny for Paul. That's why, that's why be it's honest deep, because I want to fuck him. Like, right. right. I want him deep inside me. So, yes. <laughs> um, so at this point, Zach tells Arena that he loves her. Oh my God. But he's like, I just, I love you, but I feel like I can't get you to invest. And like, I just see you as somebody that I could have a family with and, and get married to, but it takes two. And at this point, Arena puts a pillow overhead and says, keep talking. I can hear you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even want to look like not even the possibility of seeing this man. I want to put yeah. seven inches of fabric <laughs> between me and you. Well, visually, this might look like I'm ignoring you. I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you hear me lightly snoring, keep going. It's fine. I'm awake. <laughs> so he's like, okay, are you in? Like, is this something that you really want? And she's like, yeah, I mean, your suspicions aren't wrong. That's true. Like, can't I can't even do this anymore. So Zach tells her, you need to be real with yourself and you need to figure out if you're really attracted to me. Otherwise, we just need to end it. It's so, like, Zach, she's pretty much answered that question. Yeah. So daily. <laughs> the pillow head move was a sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So later he has this conversation with Paul. Paul's like, okay, things aren't working out with you in arena would you consider getting back with bliss because i keep kind of wondering like looking back and questioning if i made the right decision not picking amber um yeah so then later arena says i had like a five minute conversation with paul and it was like nothing like i had with zach and zach's like yeah i think we're on the same page we should just call it like i don't think it's gonna work out she's like you know it sucks it, it really sucks like I do think you're really and then she he cuts her off and he's like yeah I think we can be friends but she's like I wasn't done talking <laughs> I just want to say that like I don't have any regrets and you know he says well that just logically doesn't make sense you want to hear what my theory is and she goes no <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And this is where they kind of charm me because now that the facade is down right. they're both talking about real yes I really appreciated this moment because he's like, it's he's like, this vacation has sucked. Yeah. Like this so has been a terrible. So, it was so refreshing to finally fucking hear them just say it. Like and yeah. and seeing him stop trying was like such a relief to me because she right. never did. Just right. when he said, let's call it, I yeah. <laughs> I jumped for joy. <laughs> he, he, she's talking to him and he's just brushing his teeth. <laughs> I was like, this yeah, is the closest you guys have come to getting along the whole trip. No, right? really. Like our shared hatred of one another has bonded us together. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, he's like, 
she's like, listen, I'm not going to point pinpoint like all the things me like you did this and that, like you shave your legs and your arms. Like, I'm just not going to sit and talk about that. You know, I don't want to talk about all the things that I don't like about you because I think you're a great guy. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> just say you this don't like it. She started realizing that she's coming off bad at this point. <laughs> it's trying to reverse course, I think. Oh, fully is like, you know, you're not getting the worst, the best part of me at all. I am treating you terribly. Not even going to lie. I feel like I'm being a jerk to you and you don't deserve that. And honestly, like I'm kind of thinking about bliss and being like, fuck, I hope you really get to see her when you get back to Seattle. Like she's saying like, I fucked this situation up for both of y'all. And I hope it's not too late for you, kid. My bad. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh my God, you're awful. So Zach says, it's been absolutely horrible. You know, like we were like a married couple who hated each other. It's been fucking terrible. And then they brush their teeth together. And he's like, honestly, I was going to leave you after day three, but that kind of felt fucked up. She's like, I was going to leave you as soon as I saw you, but I just didn't get the chance. Oh, and this is where they got attracted to each other. <laughs> that <laughs> like would have been a great plot twist. That would have been a great twist twist fully made out with their toothpaste in their mouth yeah that would have been really really good (laughs) one last hate fuck (laughs) so arena goes you know i know it's weird to talk to you about this because like i think i really like him and he's with micah and you know that's my best friend you know but like i think i should have picked paul (laughs) uh he never wanted you that wasn't an option that was not an option (laughs) for you (laughs) i don't recall that being an option but um so Zick, Zach, they end up leaving. Zach ends up meeting up with Bliss back in Seattle. And it's really awkward. Like, this is the first time Bliss has seen Zach. And he's, like, going full port, court press trying to get back together with her. But she's like, uh, this is just kind of, like, a lot for me. Like, I got to process your eyes and the fact that you're here and all of that. Like, I don't know. She's right. playing hardball at, at first. Um, yeah. But you can tell she's into him. She's still into him. She's she's putting up a game. But she's being smart. She's like holding, she's holding it close to the vest. Yeah. And right. Because the fact that she the fact that she even shows up is a sign that she's still into him, right? Like right. Right. Exactly. So to Paul and Micah, Micah decides she needs to talk to Chelsea. Um, so Micah says, you know. I was just shocked by how triggered Kwame Kwame was by like my cheers comment. But then a storm rolls in and it interrupts the whole thing. Like it starts raining. So Chelsea says in a confessional, you know, I'm going to continue to be a baddie bitch without the closure. I don't need it. I don't need it for Micah. I'm like, okay. Okay, girl, girl boss. I can't. Do you think she has how many, well, how many live left love signs do you think she has in her apartment? Her Instagram is all of the platitudes over like a, a like a beach scene or something. Oh God, yeah, you <laughs> know she's like strong woman. Mm-hmm. She and Chloe have like the same uh, quotes about like you know making it through and and you know what to do with you can be a strong independent woman, but also I desperately want to be in love. What's her name? Chelsea Griffin. Oh, here she is. Yeah. Oh, oh here she is with a crimped hair. Okay, let me not look at this. Um. Okay, so Chelsea and Kwame, in an effort to get their old thing back from like four days ago, they do some sort of like spiritual native Mexican ceremony so they can like uh, 
join their hearts from the oh relationship God. they've been in for like seven days maybe she's yeah. trying so hard she is it's already bad. this is a bad sign that yeah. you, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing this kind of uh relationship healing work after a week a weekend yeah. well the couples who always are having troubles in mexico are always the ones who end up not getting together <laughs> or hopefully hopefully not working out because it's yeah. like you have to at least wait till you're back in seattle or whatever your hometown is like when things get real and you're not in the fantasy anymore, like they're already struggling. We shouldn't be invoking like native spirits to help us six days into a that relationship. Seems disrespectful. Cause this it is a did. reality show. They got other things to do, you know, <laughs> better needs to do. Um, so they get this, they get back to each other. And he basically tells the guys, Kwame, that like, I just realized that you are the company you keep and Micah keeps hanging out with arena. So I just feel like, you know, that really says it all, which was maybe like the only good point that Kwame made. Like, yeah, yeah, she's bad. This is bad. So then everybody heads back to Seattle. We got three weeks till the wedding. Arena says, honestly, if in like a few weeks from now, I'm still feeling that Zach, Zach, I might reach out to him, which never happened. We never see her. All. <laughs> well, it's uh, like, does Zach have any? Say, I'm sorry. Does um Paul have any say in this? Like, he's never once shown any interest in her. Never. And she's kind of making all these plans for them. It's right. Really weird. She's so weird. Now, I had a question. Did the couples they like once they move into their apartment? Did they were they all living in that like stacked up apartment? I feel like they always set them up in these condo buildings yeah it looked like they lived in like two separate buildings that were right next to each other but like i don't understand seattle architecture because there's like three story high like like a triplex i guess i'm always confused i wish they would go into a little more about the logistics about where they're moving into and where their shared spaces are versus where their individual places are that they already were living at right because we do go to their places and they honestly don't look that different usually no. than the, the ones that the production company gets them right <laughs> always these most basic brand new apartment buildings or something no everyone always lives in like the most sterile corporate cookie cutter place they managed to find them in every city uh-huh. granted the seattle apartments were probably the cutest ones thus far on the series like they had the most personality even though they were still pretty sterile looking yeah it's like these white boxy you know new apartment apartment kind of uh, things happening right 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 but on married at first sight and i wish they would do this more is like they put them in a in a like a complex and then they have like the couples interacting with each other on like a day-to-day basis which i would like to see more of Mm. they need to find like a melrose place yeah uh, situation where everyone's in the courtyard constantly (laughs) right right (laughs) so then we have like two conversations we have zach meet up with paul to like kind of hash out what the hell went on with micah and arena and all that paul at one point says that he likes micah because she's not super analytical like him which sounded like a really (laughs) nice way of saying like she's kind of dumb and it's just (laughs) nice to like turn my brain off a little bit (laughs) but god bless him and then we have Micah meeting up with Arena, mm, like oof. confront her about what the hell went on. So she says, you know, 
Arena says, you know, at the end of the trip, it was just kind of hard for me to wrap my head around. Like I was in a negative space and uh, Micah's like, well, how do you think I felt being the only person who was writing for you and you're flirting with my dude? Like, how do you think I feel? And Arena's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you a lot, by the way. <laughs> okay. It was so, I mean, you, I, look, Arena, Arena doesn't seem to have a lot of shame if somebody had told me, look, I was the only one that fucked with you in the entire cast, I would be mortified and feel right. really bad about it. Um, right. which is true. M- Micah was her only ride or die during the whole she didn't need to be. thing. Did not deserve it. <laughs> She's like, now I don't even like you. You have no one. Now everyone right. hates you. And I loved Arena be like, you know, I feel really bad about it, but just like I was really attracted to Paul when I saw him and Micah's like yeah that's like literally not the point though was like not the point of the experiment (laughs) and he's my fiance dumbass right so Micah's so weird yeah but then I mean she really gets her she's like honestly I don't really give a fuck because not like Paul's interested in you anyway so and (laughs) Arena had the nerve to look hurt by that ma'am ma'am get a nerve get a life I don't know what she was I don't know what she was doing here. It's just so bizarre. Right. She's very strange. Just leave it off, leave it off camera. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're gonna be a piece of shit, like right. don't broadcast. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Bliss and Zach have their little lunch, and she's like, How was the trip? And he's like, uh, well, you know, Arena treated me like shit. There was zero affection. It was over like day two. But you know what I was thinking? you're the girl that I was looking for. And Bliss goes, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, girl. <laughs> so yeah, Zach's like, you know, as soon as I left the pods, I reg- you regret, or I, as soon as you left the pods, I regretted it. But like, I just proposed because I still loved Arena. And then like you making cupcakes for my birthday, literally, it literally showed your character, but she forgot. So why did you propose to the other person then? none of his reasoning I'm I'm sorry ever makes sense never like he, it just I don't get I still I'll never understand why he picked Irina uh, never. At all. It, like, it, it just, I think he was so scared and he made such a stupid fucking choice I really yeah. think it, I really think it goes back to what we said about him being his fear of being judged by Bliss's family overrode all all of his um sense mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah and he's like the only explanation i can come up with because <laughs> i know because it when, makes sense because when you yeah. see him and bliss together they just make sense yeah it, yeah and i never it, saw a moment between him and irena ever that's like a nice moment or any connection like it's just weird and yeah and it's yeah it's not even like oh I was like in a cloud of confusion or like a whirlwind of like smitten or like whatever no that never happened not Mm-mm. once you knew she was a jerk well, in, the and past, you her. in the past when we see a guy struggling with between two people we kind of we kinda, sometimes don't know which one they're gonna pick like it could go either way mm-hmm. uh, and this was just not the case uh for me Cut at least dry. like I yeah. never saw anything between them it's almost like did production push this through because they wanted that personality on like what's going on here i saw a theory on reddit that said he he picked arena because he was afraid that she wouldn't give his stuffed animal back Mm. 
because remember okay. when he gave her the stuffed animal right <laughs> and he was afraid now that, that makes she... sense <laughs> he's like well i gotta Thanks get it high. back <laughs> she won't give it back because she's the type of bitch who would throw it in the trash after the experiment was done if she had yeah. gotten kicked off she'd try to flush it down the toilet and like break the plumbing in the whole building <laughs> zach was on his own personal like taken mission to get his his stuffed animal back yeah exactly by any means necessary okay now now everything's coming together this is- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like he's really laying it on thick with bliss and she's trying to be like yeah you know like okay at one point he asked her if his eye contact is too much because uh arena said that she really hated it she's like no it's fine don't ask me that because the answer is going to be yes if you if you ask me now i'm going to notice it <laughs> um so then he has her over for like this dinner he tries to make was it was he trying to make like sous vide steaks or something he was trying to do sous vide I... steaks but he was using ziploc bags instead of the bags that come with it or that you're supposed like to use sealable like, like they have a hard seal like yeah so he probably the liquid was coming out right the liquid yeah. was going into the steak I was sick. I felt <laughs> this was look good. A for effort, Zach, because it, at least, at least he made ample sides. I yeah. will give him that. At least, so and the carrots. carrots, the carrots, you know, they look good. I, I've never seen anyone toss them with goat cheese before. That was interesting, but they Girl. looked, yeah, they looked good, I guess. They looked um, fine. And he, they're fine. And he made a lot of shrimp. I did like his little moment where he was like, oh, thank God I made a lot of shrimp. I know he got the like Budweiser brand frozen shrimp, which like I'm not mad about, but it was giving. (laughs) It was giving that. It was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually Googled carrots with goat cheese to see if that was like a thing. And no. Were you the one who told me that he had like some fucked up meal with like aged cheddar on the side? Was that you? (laughs) Uh, no, but I did stalk his Instagram last night and I did see that aged cheddar post. He did have a meal where he had it with aged cheddar. Yeah, it was weird. It was he, weird. He has some had... interesting flavor profiles going on. He's trying to cook though. So I will give him credit for that. <laughs> I'll give him, I'll give him credit for, um, okay, here it is. This is a bizarre meal. Um, wild salmon two-year aged cheddar and green peas seasoned with ghost pepper powder honey olive oil and himalayan sea salt now i don't think zach really understands flavor profiles flavor profiles (laughs) yeah but like you said desi i do appreciate that he's interested in food i appreciate he's trying something but he needs maybe a little more education on that just try a little Try the some cheese, other stuff. The cheese makes absolutely no sense. No because sense. it's strips of cheese. <laughs> it's not even cheese. <laughs> Why? It's just chunks of cheese on this plate, like as if it's a side dish. It's that's bizarre. But like again, kick it on over to uh uh Pete Yorn, what is his name? Paul's TikTok, and he'll like teach you how to make a fucking fish soup and his he's cra- he's doing really good stuff over there. Nice. Yeah. I'm really attracted to Paul. I'm just yeah, gonna put he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he seems nice. Um, okay, so what happens after that? Yeah, I mean he, he basically like Zach just keeps like trying to lay it on thick. Um, and they end up going like on a boat. He proposes, 
they have like two weeks left before the weddings and she says yes i i okay 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 i think feel like he asked her a question he oh he asked her who would you want to meet like in the whole world and as she starts talking about oprah he's like i have a ring for you do you want to marry me <laughs> what he's got a ring and you get a ring right <laughs> just so awkward he's just so awkward and god bless bliss because she does not care she not she, she loves him she loves she does she she does not mind his awkwardness at all. So you know what? There is a um, a fit for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, shout out to her for being like, this is a little bit weird. I do kind of feel like a second choice. Like mm. this may be the second person you've proposed to in a week. You his know? logic was very funny. Yeah. About, like his explanation for this where he's like, well, technically... I didn't choose arena because that's not how she turned out to be right. in real life. So I didn't choose anyone because that person didn't exist. I'm like, oh, you are a lawyer. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so get that getting back to Chelsea and Kwame. Kwame is now starting to like lay the foundation of like, I'm giving up so much of my life to be with Chelsea. This is such a sacrifice. So I have a running path. Right. <laughs> he, first demon thing that he says is moving in is like full-on adulting okay i gotta tell you people we're in 2023 adulting as a term had its moment if you're over the age of like 24 there's no adulting you're just an adult now right this Get is just together adult. yeah mm-hmm. call me you're 35 you're an adult this is not fake it's real so then they they check out Chelsea's uh, pink girl apartment, her oh. like revenge apartment post breakup. Um, something that she did not even say like that clearly was a, I just broke up with somebody apartment. Uh, Chelsea's dad comes over, but beforehand Kwame starts being really weird and aloof and like he they start going back and forth on like you lecture me no you lecture me no you lecture me like weird little fights that they have chelsea tells him about like chelsea her dad comes over chelsea tells him about the whole experiment she's like i'm engaged she was really worried that he would like feel some type of way but he's like cool sounds great love you <laughs> like didn't care at all. really nice and chill totally yeah, chill. dad was very supportive yeah like I don't know why she thought that he would think otherwise. Cause he was like, I love you, girl. Cool. Yeah. Totally. Chill. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Her fear. Right. Um, we met the dad. It was like, what? What she should have been afraid of is Kwame's disgusting apartment. Ugh. Oh boy. When these men try to be like, well, I just ran out that late. Okay. Well, why didn't you flush the toilet? Why do you have clothes in your kitchen? Why are there clothes <laughs> on your kitchen floor? That doesn't make right. sense. Well, this is a deep unclean. This isn't just from yeah. packing. No, no, <laughs> no. no, this is not like I left in a rush. This is I'm sick. I'm a sick man. There's layers. There's layers of funk in this place. A smell of it. Smells. Can you imagine? Layers of sense. Ugh. Can you imagine? And there's cum towels everywhere. Oh like, my god. The like-, like the amount of crusty socks and towels that that man has littered throughout this place is staggering didn't he have like lotion on his uh coffee table and like paper <laughs> towels on this yeah, on the did. sofa like ew raisin like, and then the 
the bedside table where Chelsea's Chelsea's just so desperate to make everything just acceptable and okay. And she's like, I have the same loop too. The way she like put her head back and laughed, like, oh, look at us. We have the same type of KY jelly. <laughs> well, remember when they were fighting about the dishes? <laughs> Oh my God. That was really funny. That conversation made me laugh where he was like, at minimum, we put him in the sink, (laughs) leave him in the sink. And she's like, she is having, uh, she's losing it at this point. She's trying to be, play it cool, but you can tell her like whatever OCD Mm. or something is kicking in. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I look, I'm not on Chelsea's level where everything needs to be like perfectly clean at, at the moment it happens you know I'm definitely not on Kwame's level of of cleanliness but uh, or yeah. lack thereof but that conversation to me was just to see how fundamentally different they are about their living habits is was so funny right <laughs> oh he's so nasty um I have like no tolerance for men who who like find get a get a like housekeeper like just get it yes. everywhere if you don't want to clean clearly he makes enough money just get a housekeeper to come like once every even like once twice a month it'll yeah. be fine no Kwame doesn't want to make any changes in his life that'll make him feel personally inconvenienced or uncomfortable like anything yeah exactly he like he keeps acting like Chelsea is ex- her expectations that he live in Seattle they're like totally egregious like sir you are on love is blind seattle and now i gotta say where you actually live (laughs) when he started popping off about how much he hates seattle i was cackling (laughs) uh not because i agree with him at all but just just his rant about it was just so over the top and it seemingly went off because he's grasping at straws about why he shouldn't live there he brings lamar odom into it Oh yeah. He threw he throws Lamar under the bus. He threw the whole city as he's like, this place is not that great. He's like, I don't know why it's so expensive. He'd see he has some serious like little brother issues. Like, is I don't know if there's a rivalry between Seattle and Portland or like what's going on there. Uh, but he wants to look for any reason to not have to move there. Oh, totally. I mean, he's definitely laying the groundwork, I think, like Kara said earlier, for why they're not gonna be together. Yeah. finding all the reasons why it shouldn't work instead of the opposite of what like, like Chelsea is looking for all the positives and right, he's right. For all the negatives. And it would make sense. I mean, if he could just be honest about it at least and be like, I really love living in Portland and I don't want to move. I know I could move, but I, I love Portland more than I love Chelsea. Yeah. So I yeah. don't want to move and that's fine. That's valid. Exactly. But like you said, why are you going on a dating show in Seattle? That's going to be part of the uh, solution is living right. in Seattle. <laughs> like, right, like, right. What no, was, he, What did you think was going to happen? He's acting like he won't be able to find a gym in Seattle. <laughs> he's like, I got my, I play football or soccer, whatever he plays. I play right. soccer here. I'm never going to have that Seattle in Seattle. Play soccer, Rachel. I'm not going to, yeah. where will I find a pigsty? Like my, my <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. Talk about like putting another wrench in this whole situation. He's like, you know what? I'm going to call my mom. Cause she uh. doesn't want us to get married. So he's just like, let me hit her on a FaceTime real quick. Um, hi mom. I'm just telling you that I'm getting married. What's that? You don't approve. Oh, I totally understand your perspective. And I hope we can revisit this in the future. Love you. 
bye <laughs> i'm not gonna marry her okay bye <laughs> were you on the phone sir even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com <laughs> even talking to your mom. I, yeah, because we don't hear the mom's voice. No. No. <laughs> No, and this is like if this is the case, why are you going on a show like this? Period. If exactly. Your mom will this. Like, oh, unless you're like, I don't care what my mom wants. Like, there's only two options here: you don't go on, or you just are a person who's like, sorry, mom, I'm living my life the way I want. Like, right? Like, yeah. this is so out of nowhere that he all of a sudden has this mom who won't approve. Like, come on. Exactly. Like, unless you signed up for Love Is Blind Ghana. Did you think that the odds of you finding another Ghanaian woman on this show, like what were the odds of that going to be? I don't know what the population of people from Ghana are in, in Seattle or Portland, but right. can't be high. <laughs> so like, what was your expectation? If you knew your mom only wanted you to marry somebody like you and from your background, why did you come on this show? And also it seems like he has a history of dating people who are like white, white. women. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't it, feel right? like he's ever I ever cared about what his mom wants period like right. it's just right. bizarre he's so wild he's so wild um so Chelsea has a dog named Rocky who he also hates he hates Ooh. his dog he hates the idea of like having to sit at home while Chelsea's working and I gotta take the dog out for a walk and I gotta wait while Chelsea comes home and then maybe she'll care for the dog and I'm making dinners with a dog this poor dog. This dog didn't do anything. He did nothing. <laughs> Rocky sign a release to be on this. <laughs> have this guy fucking dog right. on me. Rocky doesn't even dog. seem like a problematic dog either. He does totally Rocky's chill. Just, Rocky seems totally chill when they take him to the to the groomers, the self groomer, whatever. He's Kwame is just visibly disturbed by the whole. <laughs> he's just, he's idea. looking for anything. He's looking for anything. <laughs> anything <laughs> like that dog was taking a little bath like a champ and mm, this is Kwame's yeah. first time could not have a like the most chill dog fuck him fuck you Kwame <laughs> oh my gosh so Chelsea at that point starts talking about like uh, you know I want to have kids and I don't want to start too late you know I'm 30 you know at this point I thought at times I would never have kids I'm 30 years old now. And then she asks, okay, well, what do you think about the timeline? Do we still agree on three years? And Kwame's like, yeah, well, uh, gotta be honest. I, I think there needs to be like a time that we need to really enjoy each other and get to know each other. And like, honestly, I've always envisioned a lifestyle, like being with my partner and traveling the world and like, 
you have a job and you know your dog and stuff and so you know I, that just doesn't really make things easy like you're not as flexible as I am so okay first of all <laughs> three years is a lot of time. time yeah is a lot of time to live with your new spouse without travel. children mm-hmm. to travel to do stuff and Chelsea makes a good point she's like you can bring the dog or like put the dog like have someone watch the dog while you travel like I travel and I have pets. I mean, people do it all the time. She also was like, well, we can still bring the babies. Like just put a baby in a little baby Bjorn. They'll be fine. We can travel the world. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's really going to work out for you, girl. But the other stuff, yes, you have a point on. But he's acting like three years is not enough time. It's not like she said, I want to get married and then I want to start trying immediately. Exactly. I I feel like three years is a lot of time. I think it's more than fair. Right. Because yeah. once you start trying, oftentimes that's another year or so. Yeah. But sure. I mean, the, the bottom line is he doesn't want it. Uh, what what he said to me in this section was, you have ties to your community. You have a real job. <laughs> and I have nothing holding me down, basically. And Who's can just do that? whatever I want still. And it's just kind of like, why are you on this show again? Like, yeah. It was about getting married and settling down uh, for real. Like, yeah, he doesn't want any of that. Yeah. Especially with her. You're mad she has a job. You really said that. <laughs> I know. You it have was ties crazy. to your community. You can't travel. You have a job. You're like me. <laughs> oh you know, God. she'll be like paying for everything, probably. Like, oh, God. All the upgrades and like whatever. Right. I don't know what his deal is. Is, does, he, is he remote does he work remotely he, he works remotely yeah, okay yeah oh god okay let's so go it makes more okay. sense for her to move than i'm sorry for him I mean, to move for him right to move. right yeah Ugh, fuck him i'm just um, getting so, irritated and she's like accommodating too because she's like i'll homeschool the kids yeah <laughs> like, we can get a nanny Kelsey, Kelsey, not hard for him you don't no. need to do that no <laughs> No, not at all. Oh my God. Uh, let's go over to Micah and Paul. Hmm. So uh, Micah actually was like, you know, um, I'm talking to Paul, like, I think Arena was attracted to you. Did you have any indication of that? And he was like, uh, yeah, she was kind of like handsy with me at the pool, but I didn't really think much of it. And then we see a flashback where she's like, Paul's, got his feet in the pool and he's just like sitting on the side arena's in the pool and she like goes to get her drink that's sitting on like next to paul and like she ends up grazing her breast against his feet Mm. what she does a little foot play with him grabs his foot (laughs) like titties on titties on one foot her hand is in the other foot it's very weird for Paul to say, like, I didn't really think much of it because Zach was there, like, I would have been very uncomfortable. But I think that really just speaks to Paul's, like, innocence. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. I truly think he didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Because he had zero attraction to her. So there was nothing, like, right. in it for he, him. He wasn't thinking about her at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a little. Poor Not thing. even <laughs> a little. It's embarrassing for Irina. Like, truly. so embarrassing. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to rub my titty on his foot and see what he does. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll win him over. <laughs> that I, I have not seen a move that sad. And I don't know how long. I don't Ugh. know. Imagine having that on fucking TV. I would uh, fucking forever. 
Jesus. And you don't even get a reaction from the guy and you did that to yourself. Like if you're going to go for it, you've got to at least land the guy in the end. (laughs) If you're going to be a piece of shit like that. Truly. Humiliating. You gave yourself the biggest ick of all at the end. Shout out to you, Irina. Um, so yeah, I mean, Paul's like, honestly, I didn't really call arena out because I feel really secure in our relationship. So wasn't really a big deal. So then Micah ends up meeting Elizabeth, Paul's mother, who is basically just a doppelganger of Micah. <laughs> like oh, we're Spider-Man memeing being like, I yeah. love you. I love you. You're so pretty. No, you're so pretty. They look exactly alike. She's yes. like, a 20 year younger version of Paul's mother. It's that uncanny. was wild. They had the same hair, the same no. color blonde and the same curl pattern. Mm, well, this wild. is where, you, this is where it kind of clicks. Like why? <laughs> like, yeah. Why? You're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Now the I get mommy it. issues. And he didn't even know. He didn't even know that. Oh, uh, her, her mom was like, or Paul's mom was like, yeah, I, um, all I needed was your first name. I found out everything about you through social media. So we're cool. You seem fine. Don't worry about it. Then she they did her to- investigation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to visit Paul's house and Micah's got so many jokes like about all the wood and he did have a lot of knives to be fair. Like he had a knife on every table. Yeah. I did have questions about. But other than that, it was fine. Yeah. I think um, it fits his lifestyle though, because yeah, it, in that field or like it wasn't offensive. Field. I don't think his apartment was offensive or anything. It wasn't, you know, highly stylized, but it was definitely found pieces and whatever repurposed stuff. It makes sense for Paul. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, so then Micah tells him, like, she talks about how. I actually split my time between Arizona and Seattle. Paul's not trying to do that. So that's an issue. They end up having a brunch with Micah's parents and her dad's not into the engagement, like not thrilled about it at all. She says, I want the wedding to be vintage glam, which I wanted to put a pin in because I want to see how that's actually executed in the Mm. wedding. (laughs) I want to see what that means to her. But uh, yeah, I mean, basically... Her mom is like, you know, I think this whole situation's odd. I'm really concerned about Micah getting her heart broken. And then we meet up with Micah's friends, Shelby. Oh boy. And the other one. Oh and this boy. is where I true this is where I truly fell in love with Paul. <laughs> oh. I, an icon was formed in this evening. Shelby. I, I was like, I fucking love him right now. <laughs> that was, it was so hot to me. He it reached the little God tier status at this party. Oh, Ugh, I I died and it was effortless I love it so you know he is meeting I guess it's like Micah's friend's birthday party where he's meeting all of her friends right and you know Shelby's there Michaela's there and Michaela makes mention of like well first of all Micah sets this up by being like Shelby's really protective you know she single-handedly ended several of my relationships because of how protective she is which oh okay Micah. right this off the a, bat this is we a get... 90s uh thriller movie <laughs> right we get that shelby is an abusive bitch friend she's Awful. probably in love with you on some level like <laughs> yeah it's giving obsession in a very weird way yes. so we know things are gonna go to shit because micah is like oh paul's looking like a snack and i'm like okay as long as i can present him well maybe my friends will like him 
So mm-hmm. Mike, like Michaela starts to go on about how like it's a skill to date Micah. And he's like, yeah, I know. And Shelby's like, do you? Because I don't think you'd be here if you did. He's <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> this is also one of those things. It's like, this is Micah. You guys, these friends are acting like he's landed Beyonce or something. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, she's basic. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like crazy how they're acting like she's this huge catch. Right. Like, like, right. Um, so Michaela goes, obviously she's a beautiful girl, but you know, for somebody like you've never seen how she looks, you know, you create something in your head. Is that what she looked like? Does it even come close? So Paul goes, you know, yes and no, like it's complex. And Shelby rolls her eyes at him being like analytical or intelligent or something. And she's like, we're just not used to that. Like people talking like that. <laughs> okay. Does she think <laughs> that this makes them look good right she think that this is an attractive quality to have zero intellectual curiosity at all to does she think that makes her look cool exactly i also don't know and understand her line of questioning where it's like isn't it good that he didn't know what she looked like and still fell in love with her right (laughs) what what, what would the perfect answer have been for you shelby tell us so then shelby goes on and on about how like whatever micah says uh you know she's shelby says i'm gonna be bitchy at one point like just a warning and micah's like yeah shelby gets angry easily and paul's like yeah i mean i can't say that i care (laughs) i fucking wanted to faint like i was so happy he fucking didn't play that game it was incredible i don't know shelby shit it just goes to show his character that he wasn't he wasn't feeding into that and he wasn't, he didn't say anything. Um, he wasn't trying to get her back. He just was so matter of fact about it. Like, Oh, I, I don't care. Right. And it's very easy in this situation to just try to be polite as possible. Right. Uh, And he, like you said, it was matter of fact, I don't care what she thinks. And it's like, yes, that's what you actually want in a partner who he's not, he's with you. He's not influenced by outside uh, opinions about your relationship. Right. Which is exactly what he has. He's like, I only care about what you have to say and what you think. She's like, well, that's a major issue because you should really care about what they think. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, that's a major issue, Micah. You're the one with the issue. (laughs) And at this point, I just felt like the narrative was somehow like Paul needed to prove himself to her, but I don't feel like she's surprised. She's not the prize. And this just goes to further cement. Micah picks bad people to hang out with. Major. Yeah. Like her picker for, I mean, it is a fluke that she ended up with Paul because Paul seems like a solid guy, but all these bitches that she surrounds herself with, Irina, Shelby, just cruel, vapid bitches. getting roasted now welcome to the roast of paul shelby makes like a first impression and it's just like oh yeah i mean you know she's not wrong either way i'll have something a little bitchy to say at some point (laughs) so keep it up i'm serious about it so (laughs) don't say that kind of stuff to me i'll get pissed she's easily angered can't say that I care. I don't know. I mean, I don't. 
there for you. That's like really the worst attitude to have. If you don't care about like what she says, that's like a major issue. No, I 100% do, but I'm not going to take it personally, is what I'm saying. Oh, you don't take her little comments personally, but you should care how she feels about you. Yeah, yeah. So that's...